Welcome back, everybody, to a very Selena-centric, spooky episode of Ghost in the Scene. I am your host, Gio Chumpatazzi. I am back with my co-host, Rob Thomas. Rob, how are you feeling? Uh, do you feel bitty beady bomb bomb? Oh, very much so, Gio. Um, my bomb bomb has been beady beady uh, all day long, uh, just bouncing off the walls. Mm. Um, you know, and I think after all of you, after, after by the end of this episode, you know, it, it, it'll be the same. Your beady beady will bomb bomb all night long. And that's a guarantee. So, Selena, we're going to talk about it. This is not only uh, about the new Netflix show. We were just going to kind of, you know, brush about it. We, we do some commentary every now and then. But, of course, as everything happens, you, you know, turn the page after the first introduction. And it turns out there's much more to the story than you would imagine. And the Netflix show which just came out, I mean, there's a lot of buzz going on, doesn't tell you the whole story. So Ghost in the Scene decided, we took it upon ourselves to do the research. We, you know, dug everything up and we found some very interesting things. So this is going to be like a old style investigative, I would say barn burner, to be honest, because this is huge. What Rob and I have discovered is groundbreaking stuff. So let's just get into it. First, you know, do you did you watch the Selena movie? Do you, what's your opinion on Selena in general? You know, I obviously Selena is an icon. You know, um a person that transcends the bounds of time and just within the cultural fabric. Right? Mm. Um but in terms of uh you know, seeing the movies and shows, you know, as an empath, I, I'm careful about the kind of media that I take in because, you know, I'm very sensitive to this sort of stuff. You know, this is, this is a tragic, uh, murder and that occurred and it with a certain violence uh, yes. that was enacted on this, um, this young woman, uh, and taken from us too soon. So, you know, I, it's harder for me to, to engage so much with that aspect of it. Um, but, you know, so it's really, I got the BDBD bomb bomb and, and it kind of starts and stops there for me. Right. You know, honestly, it's very smart of you to have avoided the film because when I was a child, I watched it and it was a prank that my family played on me. I had no idea of her story, of the Selena story beforehand. So here I am enjoying this, you know, rise of a star story. And she gets fucking murdered. And it like, you know, it's not a hard cut, but it's like a hard like montage. They just really draw out the emotion. I had no idea she was going to die. It was traumatic to say the least they did the same thing with the la bamba movie uh, i don't i they had some kind of sick pleasure from seeing me just lose it over over you know pop stars getting murdered so it was very personal for me as, as a child i i took the story very personally 
because it was like it was real. And I think what people were expecting the Netflix show to do was to expand on that reality. And whether or not they did that, you know, is up to the judges. And in, in a way, we're judges, so so we'll we'll make our opinions known. But I think with the whole Selena story, her discography, just being like a Mexican American myself, it's huge. I mean, there's just she's everywhere. She's always been everywhere for as long as I've been alive. So now getting it in the Netflix version, getting the the nine episode treatment is is, is going to be different. People are going to have opinions about it. And I think what we're seeing is there's a big negative reaction. There's a blowback. Something went wrong. And we have to figure out what happened because, you know, they did autopsies on the original Selena. And we now must do an autopsy on the Selena Netflix series because something foul is afoot. And as investigators, I think we have to have, you know, our, our right to investigate. What do you say, Rob? Oh, 100%. I am, like we said, this is something that transcends just a TV show or a single person. This is about culture. This is about culture in general, shared culture through, through all of us. And this sort of attempt to retell it by Netflix. Um, they were obviously working, trying to work some sort of magic. This was supposed to be a huge drop for, for Netflix. They've been promoting this show for about two years now and talking about how big it's going to be. And generally, people have just been saying, meh. Yeah, it's a real stinker from what I've heard. And, um, I mean, there was a lot of expectation. I, I Literally, everybody that I had heard about, you know, before this series came out was excited they wanted to see it they you know were looking forward to it in a pre-covid world they were talking about you know watching it together at you know watching parties and that kind of thing so there was a real appetite for selena content and for them to get it right and i think what we as children watched the movie not realizing that they were doing kind of what Netflix is doing right now. They were telling a story and the story wasn't Selena's story. 100%. It was a story about Selena, but not told, you know, with her words, this was a production done by her family, by, you know, Hollywood, the, the Hollywood monster, honestly, gets a hold of things and it changes them. And, you know, it makes them more Hollywood-ified and a little less realistic. And so they, they wanted the Netflix to be real, to be the actual story. And what we got was a little bit of both. Basically, they threw in the Hollywood cheese and then they threw in much more of the family side. But in a way, they took away from Selena and her being the main character, right? It's now an ensemble. And honestly, it's a disservice. I've heard a lot of people say that they're disappointed in the creators. And Selena herself was an actress. She had roles. So she knew what was good, what was good acting. And honestly, I think 
one of the things is I don't think this series has Selena's blessing. It may have the blessing of her family. I do not think it has her blessing. And as you listen, we get into this deeper, you're going to see that this is really an example of a ritual gone wrong. Because they very clearly set up this ritual in a way to try to harness the power of Selena's spirit. But for reasons we'll, we'll disclose by the end of this, there is a very good reason why this backfired. They, they were missing a very key element of this ritual uh, and a detail that was overlooked uh, somehow, and which made all the difference. And it's really a bombshell. But we have to take you through the journey first to get there. Exactly. It's a lot like baking, right? You just can't open up a yeast packet and some flour and some water and just like a raw egg and swish it over in your mouth and let your stomach do the baking. You got to put it all in a bowl. You got to mix it. And then just like Rob said, if you forget one ingredient, though, it's, it's a disaster. You're not going to get the fluffy bread that you're looking for. It's going to be flat. It's going to, you know, not congeal. There's things that happen, catastrophic things that could happen. You could burn your house down if you don't put salt in the bread. And just like that, it, the production company of the Selena series and the Selena movie, they looked over a key ingredient and in the ritual that poisoned the batch and poison the minds and the memories of the masses. And so, you know, what Rob is alluding to is, you know, there is something that they have not disclosed. There is a part of the story that not the movie nor the series has decided to include in their story. So we're going to get into that. But first, let's get into her, her prowess as an actor, because she worked with some of the best in Hollywood. Uh, I'm talking a Francis Ford Coppola producing movie. So she is, you know, in the pantheon of, you know, the contenders of the, of the Oscars in the nineties. And this is her first movie. And of course, let's not bury the lead. Johnny Depp was in the movie. Starring. Wow. Right. This is a Johnny Depp led vehicle. So for those of you who are regular listeners, you know that this car has pulled out of the driveway. We're on the freeway already in one swift motion. We've backed out of the driveway straight onto the highway. Mm -hmm. And we're going to ride it all night long. We're going a million miles an hour. We are now on a crash course because we're talking about Johnny Depp starring in a movie with Faye Dunaway. Marlon Brando, Selena Quintanilla. I mean, this is the kind of people that she was working with on her first movie. Tragic to think that, you know, she didn't get a chance to make other films, but we might get into the fact that maybe she did, that we just don't know. Uh, uncredited roles. Because if you look in her IMDb under the Don Juan DeMarco, you see that she's only credited as singer didn't give her a name and she's not acting as herself she's acting as a singer so we'll get into the maybe some reasons why she might have made some other movies but just starting there with 
Don Juan DeMarco, a movie about a man who believes he is Don Juan, the notorious lover. And he convinces Marlon Brando that he is Don Juan. And I mean, just for people that don't even know what we're talking about, I, I didn't know this movie before. Um, Rob, you found it. I had to find it. I, it I, I have a feeling it's one of these cultural moments that, you know, it's been purposely erased from our minds. You know, I went around, I called everyone that I knew in Hollywood as well. And no one, the weird thing was, you know, with all this firepower, no one has heard of this film. I mean, the, think about the cast. You, you would give that cast, you, people would be salivating. They'd be chomping at the bit to find out who, you know, who in their, in, in their craziest mind would, would ever believe that these forces would come together. And yet when you tell them they were already together, they don't believe you. They don't even remember. They, they think we're crazy. So what does that say? There are forces at work that are much larger than what's happening in Hollywood. And I think the story that we are going to tell, the extra part of the Selena story, fits all of this together perfectly. Because it's not just Hollywood in, in this aspect. But let's stick with Hollywood for a quick second because we're talking about Johnny Depp and we're talking about Selena being in the same movie together. Johnny Depp in this movie is playing a fictionalized Don Juan. But honestly, if you look at the movie, you try to tell me that's not him being a vampire, him not trying to put on his normal voice because he's a little lazy. And he's acting like a vampire the entire time. I mean, with his cape, with his you know beard, mustache combo, goatee kind of thing. There's a, a certain Drac Dracula-ish type you know thing he's going for and of course he's you know starring alongside selena he's going to be attracted to her voice her scent right she's a young woman she's beautiful so what do you think happens with him and her maybe they don't you know necessarily get together the way that we're imagining but maybe he follows her career afterwards, right? Because we know what kind of man Johnny Depp is, a stalker, a night stalker. Vampires, they wait in, in very long moments. They don't have to eat for years. And when they find their prey, they will descend. Now, I'm not saying he is responsible. We know she was, she was killed by somebody else, by a bullet. But, I mean, I don't know. Was there a paramedic on the scene with a certain Don Juan goatee? I don't know. I wasn't there, and neither were you. And you can't tell me that I'm wrong, okay? We know that he's a master of disguise. He's one of the best actors of his generation. And he could have played an EMT very easily. So that's just food for thought. And we have other examples of Selena's that are equally at danger. I'm talking about Selena Gomez. I mean, do you know about who Selena Gomez is? Yeah, I mean, obviously, an, another Selena. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she doesn't seen as much, but she she was a child star. She got her start very young. Working, and working for the mouse. For the mouse. I mean, I guess she did sing, right? Also a singer. That's right. That's yeah. right. So um, uh, think about everything that Selena was, the original Selena. And then you think Selena Gomez is Selena 2.0. That's the way they branded her. And I'm sad to say it's just true. People used to say that. She's 2.0. And the reincarnation possibly. So why is it that Selena Gomez is taking photos with Johnny Depp in 2018? And she's making a kissy face. And he's making a very stoic face. For those of you, I will be posting this on our Instagram. But if you you just look at the photo, it's clearly photoshopped. I mean, just look at the background image behind Selena Gomez's head, and you can see there is a blur meaning Photoshop. And then, of course, if you look at his hat, look at Johnny Depp's hat. I'll read it to you because I want you to understand what it says. It's kind of hard to read. It says body count and then in in like an old English font and then in a spooky red font, bloodlust. And he is not smiling. He is not frowning. He has no expression. And she's giving this kissy face to him. And he's even wearing sunglasses, right? Like he has to protect his his son from the bright rays of sunlight. Exactly. And looking at his skin is obviously uh, causing a burning sensation. So, I mean, I'm not going to call her DOA. I don't. I I won't say. You know, I'm not. I'm not a coroner. But that's a photoshopped image, and that is a deadly person. So what I'm trying to allude to is that whatever location that they are actually at is not where the photo says it is. They have switched locations, which means they could be in the pits of hell right there, and we wouldn't know it. So rest in peace, Selena Gomez. I don't know. Um, but until our investigators come back with definitive proof that she's alive, we can we safely assume that Johnny Depp got her. I mean, when was the last time that you personally have seen Selena Gomez? Uh, if, I'm, I'm going to bet never. Yeah, if you're asking me, a Geo, never. And and I haven't seen her either. Like, obviously, I've seen shows with her in them. But we know how media works. They could have pre-taped this years ago. Yeah. And just now releasing it. In, in utero, when she was in the womb, they could have taped that. And just aged her up using CGI. We, we all saw Toy Story and what, what they could do with the computer. So Selena Gomez, the jury's out, but honestly, it's not looking good. It's pretty grim. And that's one person with the name Selena Gomez who was marketed as the new Selena. We also are forgetting, but of course we don't forget, J-Lo, who was her breakout role was Selena in the Selena movie. So they say, you know, J-Lo looks like she hasn't aged since 
Selena. It's very interesting when you think, just take a couple steps back, okay? I know that plastic surgery and such and such can make you look much younger, can make you, you know, have a pep in your step and all kinds of stuff. I'm sure there are ways, right? Stem cells on your face, an injection of a, of a young ghost girl into your spine. All that is totally understandable. I get that. But it's just interesting how almost every single time you hear a story about J-Lo, you hear the same thing. Oh, she's so young. She looks so young. She looks so good. You know, she's still so fit and tight. And how does she, how does she manage to look so young? And it's a question that people have been asking for two decades. And she's refused to answer. She won't answer. And let's get into it because, I mean, there is a story that came out that she is D-E-A-D, dead. She died one year ago, last August. For those of you, we are in 2020 right now, in December 2020, listening in the future. But yes, Jennifer Lopez was announced dead in 2019. So she died with that secret. How did she look so young? We'll never know. She died with that secret. And it could have been that she did it off of the ritual of Selena. She was a beneficiary of this whole thing. Right. Or, or does the story get more complicated than that, Gio? Because a lot of the times, because this is what I found interesting about this whole research project that we had, you know, we followed down very similar roads. It looks like a lot of stories that we've heard before. Johnny Depp's involved. There's, uh, you know, some sort of ritual often starting when someone is young, you know, they're a child actor and they get involved in the Hollywood machine. And, but that, once we start really digging into this, it, it takes a pivot. It goes a little deeper, right? And a little sideways, because there's still a little details that we weren't able to completely firm up yet, but it was important enough to announce it because uh, it's something that needs to be known and shared. You know, and it goes back to Selena herself. Um, you know, you know, and the urge is to say, may she rest in peace and what kind of rest is, are, are we talking about though? Are we talking about the eternal rest or just a quick little cat nap? Exactly. Exactly. You know, we buried the, the twist. We waited long enough for the real listeners out there that are still with us. I think it's time you know the truth. The truth that we found out through investigations and also the reason why the new show is not doing so well because it's predicated on a lie it's predicated on an alternate telling of history that is not based in reality and we believe like we said we, we don't think that selena blessed this but you assume that we were talking about selena up in heaven instead of Selena out in Phoenix, which is what we're talking about. 
so Rob, I think we, we should explain it to them uh, just by how you proved it to me, because the way that you proved it was like we were saying how it's much bigger than just Hollywood. This is something that is higher than that. Oh, completely. Yeah, because from the get-go, something didn't smell right. I smelled some fish. Mm. You know, there was some some trout, some sable, you know, something like that. And I couldn't right. quite figure out what it was. Is it is it squid Koi. even? Koi. It, I couldn't put my nose on it. Interesting. Until I started to, to just look at the details again. Look at it more closely. Um, and it began with um, finding out that, you know, that her her murder, the anniversary, the 30th anniversary is coming up in five years, okay? And now, that's that, that lady Yolanda, right. right? You know what I'm talking about. We were trained to hate this woman. This woman, Yolanda. Now, I don't know how many witches have cast spells against her. I could ask my witch friends, but honestly, I, I think they've lost count. She is reviled, and she has been in jail, incarcerated, this whole time, since since the the murder, right? And you said in 2025, right now she's 60 years old, so she very well could be 66 years old when she is released. Right. I mean, that's when she's that's when she's up for parole. Right. It's all, I mean, the numbers, when you look at the numbers, that's when you start to really see that some things are, are not left to chance. It is orchestra, you know, orchestra. It is people pulling the strings. And let's look at, you know, how old Selena was when she was killed, quote unquote killed. 23 years old. Two divided by three. Everybody can see it's 0.666 to infinity. And so this is all prime real estate for a ritual to occur. His, uh, you know, her parents, her family, they all I would stand to benefit from this ritual. And I would say even Yolanda might at in, in the initial part, maybe have uh, was part of it. But I think that, you know, after a while, being incarcerated for this long, I don't know if she is benefiting off of all of this. I think that the family might have betrayed her. And yeah, have a certain a certain curse because, you know, not only is she set to be released in five years, but she is set to be released almost to the day, to the day before mm. that the heinous act was committed. Exactly. Think about that. I mean, none of it is fate. It is all just real life people choosing this. It, it is a mockery in the face of the public that we didn't realize what was going on. And I'm just glad that we're here to tell you the truth. Okay. And, and you know, when we get into this, it, you really have to, like Gio was saying, you really have to get into the numbers because Hollywood's going to lie to you. The ghost-run media is going to lie to you. Mm. 
you know, and we can only tell you so many words at a time. We, we only have a, a certain amount of time with you during the day, but numbers will never, ever lie. They will always tell you the truth, all right? Because that release date we're talking about is March 30th, meaning the tragic events took place on March 31st, 1995. Afterwards, a vigil was held the next day. And of course, next day, you, you, you big Gregorian calendar heads, I know you're out there mm -hmm. just marking that calendar that that Gregor guy came up with, you know, Pope Gregory. We got to talk about him at some point. He needs yeah, a whole a whole episode. Definitely. But, you know, but as as fans of Pope Gregory, you know, after March 31st comes the 1st of April. Wow. Hey, hey, I'm I'm a I'm a Gregory guy. I knew that. Shout out if if you guys didn't know that you were a, a Pope Gregory kind of person, now you know. If you knew that the, you know, the 1st came after the 31st, April 1st, there you go. Welcome to the fandom. It's it's, it's good to have you. It's good to be a part. But that's April Fool's Day, Rob. Yes, Joe. And that's what really was starting to, that's when I really started to, to get the wheels turning. That's where I really felt, you know, within the spirit world too, guiding me to the right spot. April Fool's Day for a vigil. That's like a joke. It's, a, it's an absolute joke. You can't really trust it at face value. And I, and I wasn't quite sure at that point, you know, what the prank was until I dug a little deeper. Two weeks after Selena's death, on, on her birthday, on what would have been her 24th birthday, wow. April 12th, 1995, none other than George W. Bush, related to Donald Bush, we're still, you know, jury's still out on that one. Absolutely. But still, very powerful conjurer, George W. Bush. We know for sure he's related to Billy Bush. That's for sure. I mean, assuming that they're both from the same universe, I don't know how many crossovers have been going on. That's a great point. That's a great but point. But powerful uh, sorcerer in his own right. Uh, at the time, governor of Texas. He declared her birthday, April 16th. I misspoke. Sorry. This was announced on the 12th for April 16th to be Selena Day in the state of Texas. Now... A, a, a holiday giving her a full mm -hmm. day think about that i mean anybody in the world right now you don't have a day the presidents have a full day and they have to share it selena gets her her own day and it was george w bush who gave it to her so we have literal politicians working behind the scenes here so so please continue rob but that is just phenomenal right i mean we're talking this is the power that we're talking about and when we said this is beyond the scope of hollywood and for those of you listening to our show you know this is all connected right mm -hmm. they do not exist outside of each other we are living in a multiverse just very intimately tied to each other none of this is coincidence it, it couldn't be made up that's right April 16th, 1995 was not only a day for Selena, but for, I think, the only person in human history that has 
two days allotted to him. Oh. That's, and I'm talking about the big J man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in English, you can translate it to Josh. Joshy Josh. I'm talking yep. about our dude with the sandals, Jesus. Sandal man, Jesus Christ, JC, Shazay. So the holiday, of course, being at this time in spring, Easter, a.k.a. the resurrection. Wow. Okay. Also known as Selena Day that year. Exactly. And that's what's very important. That's what you have to understand is no coincidence. They chose the resurrection, her birthday, as Selena Day, two weeks after she died. Okay? Died. Maybe she did die. Okay? Honestly, maybe she honestly maybe she did die. But what we're saying is we have evidence. Selena came back. And this ain't no pet cemetery kind of scenario. She did not come back in a bizarro Selena, you know, she's not uh what do you call it? Um like a leper, she's not a uh, a zombie, she's not in any way changed. You know, there's no dark force inside of her. This was done through the proper channels. This was sanctioned by his daddy, the president of the United States, former president, but, you know, still working inside the, the presidency. He was the governor of the Lone Star State, meaning he has technology, star technology. And they were able to bring Selena back from the dead. We're talking Texas Instruments, right? We're talking yes. Walker, Texas Ranger. Yes. Right? Um, you know, uh, Texas State University, Longhorns, baby. The okay. football team. The manpower behind, you know, them. They could have raised money for, you know, for a giant battery to put into Selena's brain or something. I mean, we don't know what kind of technology that Texas is working with. But let's just say... Everything's bigger in Texas. Life expectancy is bigger in Texas, right? Um, technology is bigger in Texas. So there's a lot of stuff that is enhanced by being in Texas. And dying in Texas maybe isn't a, a final you know, kind of death. Maybe there's, there's a, a chance that living past death is bigger in Texas, if you know the right protocol, right? This is right. all, like we are saying, no coincidence. This was set up. And by who? You know, there's a wide cast. We've kind of presented a wide cast of characters. And, yeah. you know, we wanted to drop this bombshell. Like we said, we don't have every single piece of, you know, the motivation for this or the, the exact mechanisms, but only to show that there is irrefutable evidence that Selena is among us today and is the sole reason why this new series is a dud because they tried to recreate, they try to conjure the spirit of a living person. Exactly. It doesn't work. And it didn't work. They conjured a trickster that said... They were Selena. They conjured a lying ghost. 
And that lying ghost gave them fake information and gave them a bad tone. And they, they told the story with that bad tone. But we can't let everybody go scot-free. It's not just Selena not blessing them. We got to blame the family a little bit. And I, you know, of course, I want to give them as much, you know, love and empathy for the loss because Selena for sure does not speak to them anymore. Not after what they did. Right. So I want to say sorry for that. But what I want to say is that they jumped the gun when she died in the first place. Right. Before I mean, they. No get... pun intended. Right. Right. Yes, of course. Um, but they went to, you know, basically they went to the media and immediately were like, she's dead, she's dead, let's make a movie, here we go. Start production, start, you know, everything. Let's get J-Lo in this. And when she was revived, when she came back, they were already talking to J-Lo. They already had, you know, everybody on board. So they just swept it under the rug and made her you know, pretend that she was dead. And if you don't need more evidence, right? Uh, and, you know, we get a lot of naysayers. We get some mail saying, "We, I listened to your episode, and that's not true. No, Listen, well, we well. have evidence, all right? And, and here, just, just chew on this. If this didn't happen, where else would you have this ritual to make a, a Christ-like resurrection? other than a little town known as Corpus Christi, Texas. Body of Christ, Texas. Wow. Right there, everybody. And let's just remember who they decided to choose as the new Selena. Her name is Christiane Serratos. Literally oh. Christ in her name. And this is a, a, a woman, an, act, an actor who has touched the Twilight Saga. She has been in every single one of those movies. She was in The Walking Dead. So she is, you know, no stranger to the paranormal. And she is the new Selena. So you know, what does that say? That they try to find somebody who could channel Selena, the ghost of Selena. So they got somebody paranormal. And, and in, in Christian. But the issue is that when you try to connect with a, a ghost that is a live person, you're better by just giving them a phone call. You know, it's better to just kind of maybe shoot them an email and see if, if they'll if they'll talk to you that way. Because when you channel somebody, they could be they could be in a bad mood, they could be eating dinner. They could be driving on the freeway and you channel them. That's very rude. And I think that's what they got. If they even channeled her in the first place, which I don't think they even did, but even if they did, you'd be channeling somebody unwillingly. And you're, that's never a clean, clean and clear connection. No. And, you know, at this point, I, it does make me curious on who knows what and when, because this, television series was sanctioned by the family, by, by Selena's family. And, but don't they know she's alive? What are they trying to hide here? Money, 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 my friend. Mm. It's about money. 
you know, I think maybe one of the side effects of of the resurrection could be that, you know, maybe Selena changed bodies. Right. And this is this may be sound crazy, everybody. This may sound insane. What if Selena is Yolanda? Wow. They possibly switched bodies in that moment. Exactly. I mean, and everyone's hating on Yolanda if she is the true. I mean, this is, you know, uh, earth shattering and it will make people upset. Yes. This, this information. Yes. And I, I, I wanted to say with the caveat that, of course, this is all with the idea that Selena is alive. Wow. You know, Gio, this is, you know, I had one last piece of evidence mm -hmm. that I wasn't sure what to do with mm -hmm. until this kind of news that was dropped on it. And this is what we're saying. This is, this is how our investigations work. You just keep on pulling out that thread and it's going to unravel the whole tapestry mm. and we're going to see it all. If they transferred bodies in that moment, in that fateful day, uh, March 95, you would think that that mechanism to do so was a gunshot. Now, to fully understand what happened, I think you got to take a look at that gun. Oh. However, 2002, by judge's orders, that gun was destroyed and thrown into the Bay of Corpus Christi. Never oh to be seen God. again. Not just like, you know, chopped up, put it into a few parts, but thrown into the bay. Of Corpus Christi. Of the body of Christ. Of the water of the body of Christ. The holy waters of Corpus Christi. They have to be holy. It's the body of Christ right there. I mean, right there is the smoking gun or probably the wet gun because... I mean, destroyed the evidence, destroyed the gun, destroyed the only thing that we could have seen. There could have been a rune. There could have been a magic symbol on that gun that would have shown exactly what kind of ritual they were doing that night. And the fact that it's no longer available to the public, I think, says it all. I think that breaks it all down for you. I think everyone is now in the clear. All of our opinions, hey, don't hate us. For presenting our evidence okay don't shoot the messenger no i mean do we wish that this were true i mean this is a tragic thing to have happened still mm -hmm. of course not but we have to follow the evidence despite what our heart says we have to, to go forward with our minds and to know what's true and hopefully you know our minds can talk to our heart and be like hey i know you're having a hard time right now you know, mm -hmm. and, and I feel you, and, and, and we'll chat a little bit later, but right now you just, you, you just have to accept the facts as they are. From our minds to our hearts to our beady, beady bomb bombs, it's, it's something that has to be felt through the entire body. And like Rob said, do we want this to be true? No. Is this... A possibility 
Yes. And sometimes when we get to this part of the investigation, you know, it's, it's hard to let go because truly we are the only ones out there doing this kind of work. And it's, it's scary sometimes because I know that there are some people out there that want to know the follow-up and we might not get to the follow-up. We might, you know, blaze past this and be on the next investigation next week. So if you want us to follow up, if you need, you know, some clarification, reach out, you know, hit us up on, on our TikTok, hit us up on our Instagram, hit us up, you know, go on uh, iTunes, make a comment on our, on our thing, just saying what you want us to look into. Because there are plenty of things that I'm sure we've left by the wayside that we could look back and, and do a part two on, you know, do some reviews. Because investigations, if we don't do them, no one's going to do them. Honestly, you know, and, and one of the big reasons why we do this as well, and we can only put the top level information out here for you, is that, you know, this is your investigation too. You've been listening, you've been following along. You know, the street team is out there and has done amazing things. So now that you know the possible truth, likely truth I'd, I'd say Geo, uh, yeah i know you'd, you'd say that too absolutely you know it's it's up to our street team to help fill in these details i mean obviously we will come back with the information that we have but as we we're saying before this is something that's so much bigger than any one person any one organization you know these this is culture this is these are movements that takes masses of people mm. And, you know, we hope that you take this as a rallying cry, you know, and you don't have to follow this story in particular, you know, take anything that we talk about. Right. Run, run with it. I mean, we just told you that George W. Bush as the governor was either a part of a cover-up or a part of um, a cover-up and he was the whistleblower, you know setting it up on on easter on selena day i mean there are plenty of things that we could you know threads we could give you to pull right or is he a co-conspirator right helping make sure that the magic that was cast on, on those few weeks was successful exactly i mean all of these questions that need to be answered and you know we can answer them um but it's going to take some time. If you take it in your own hands, you can find out the truth for yourself, and it's just so much more gratifying. So, you know, take it into your, your own hands. But, of course, um, next week we will be back with more. So get excited for that. It's going to be new content. So, you know, get a, a hat, put it on, and make sure it's an empty hat because by the time you're done, all it'll be full of ideas. You, you, you have a full hat of ideas. So, guys, stay in the scene. Keep your eyes on the screen. We are wrapping up this year with possibly our hardest-hitting material yet. Um, I, I, I know when I was first looking at this information, my jaw was literally on the floor. And, you know, take some time for yourself. It, it's not easy to get your jaw muscles back into their, into their socket, into, their, into that jawbone. Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to want to put some ice on it um do some you know some kind of like jaw movements kind of you know chew, chew some gum to try to get those muscles back up listen to some jaw rule listen to some jaw rule and do a little bit of workout before next week because 
I mean, we're going to be dragging our jaws all the way through the end of this year because it is some of the most powerful this 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 time. We're saying December, mm-hmm. second most haunted of of the month of the year, and it's going out with a bang, uh, a big bang, and that's just a little sample for next week, everybody. So take care. We love you, and we will see you guys next week. Bye bye.